Before we dive in, I wanna let you know about this amazing guide I've put together for you called Be Your Own Boss, the step-by-step guide to nailing down your niche, creating your first offer, and launching your dream business. If you're a new entrepreneur or you've been thinking about starting your business but you're not quite sure where to start or maybe you're not getting the clients you want, this guide is for you. Head to bit.ly slash startmybiz2020 or you can just look below this episode and click the link in there. All right, on to the show. But what I want more than anything for you is for you to reach those goals by the end of the year, for you to be celebrating with your best friends, clinking your glass of champagne and saying, I did it and being incredibly proud of yourself. You are very capable of that. We are only halfway through the year. There is still so much time left. And I promise you that time is going to go by whether you start your goals now or you put them off for another month. And I know you want this, so I want you to go after it. I want you to get rid of all the shame you're feeling, get rid of all the doubt you're feeling, and just get clear on your goals like we talked about in this episode and start progress towards your dreams today. You're listening to the story behind the journey, the show that goes behind the scenes of successful entrepreneurs, dreamers, and doers, and the inspiring movements they've built. I'm Angela Master Giacomo, and on the show today, we are doing a six-month goal check-in. Now, before you panic and turn this episode off, this is a no-judgment zone, and actually, I am going to be taking you through my own goals and reevaluating and sort of giving you a little bit behind the scenes on where I've messed up, the things I think I could have done better, and what I'm doing about it now. Because nobody is perfect. This year has been hard for all of us, and it has definitely been a learning experience and then some. So I want to do something a little bit different this episode, and I thought it would be fun, instead of fictionalizing everything, to take you behind the scenes of my own goals and how I am adjusting them to fit this new climate. And yes, I'm going to admit some of the goals that I didn't keep, some that I even forgot that I had, and the ones I met. So we're really going to cover all angles here, and I think it's going to be a fun one. So first of all, can you even believe that it has been a little over six months? Because I cannot. I remember when it was just the end of December and I was just starting to plan out what I wanted 2020 to look like. And I remember feeling so good about the year. You know, 2019 had been kind of hard for a lot of people. And I remember thinking 2020, like it just has such a nice ring to it. I, I just felt good about it. I don't know. I can't, I can't really describe it. I just felt really good about it. And I felt like it was going to be my year. And I know everybody kind of always thinks that going into every year. And that's kind of the magic of the whole new year do you thing. But I don't know, I felt really good about it. And so naturally, when everything hit in March, and we were hit with this pandemic, and the whole world changed, it was a definite blow. And I would be lying if I said that I didn't let some of my own goals fall by the wayside. Now, as we're going to go through, there was a lot that contributed to this. Some of it was, I'm just going to be honest, like blatant fear. Some of it was poor planning on my part. Some of it was just a little bit of anxiety. And some of it was just that I lost interest in some of the goals that I had initially felt excited about. And I want to talk to you about why that's okay and why it's okay to just drop things that you're no longer interested in and instead focus on the things that are getting you where you want to go. 
Before we get too far into it though, I do wanna say really quickly that as hard as this year has been, I do think it's really important to find time to be grateful for the little things. And for me, this has come in a lot of forms, you know, for instance, it's given me more time with my fiance, who is also a small business owner. We've been able to have our morning coffee together. That's not something we used to be able to really do. We've also developed new traditions that include ordering from our favorite local restaurants or going for isolated family walks or playing games as in like actual board games, which by the way, it is hard to find board games for two people, but we have found a couple, including this one, I think it's called Slapsy, which is really fun. It's a card game. I'm not even gonna try to describe it. I'm also grateful for things like, it's given me more time to talk to my mom. You know, we already talked daily, but now we're talking on the phone and we're talking about different things in different ways, and that's been really special. And I'm also grateful just for all the lessons it's taught me in my business, because as we talked about in episode six, I've always been a really big fan of knowing how and when to pivot quickly. But this entire last couple months has really taught me the power of pivoting, and it's really taught me a lot about what I'm made of, and it's allowed me room to experiment too. I don't think that's something that we've talked about a lot either, but this time is great for experimentation. It's a great time for people who aren't afraid to be fearless and go after what they want and mess up, and I think that this has been a really amazing time to do a lot of things that we wouldn't normally do and try new things and not feel like there's such a heavy weight on it. And so that's something that I've been really grateful for as well. So just before we start the episode, I just want you to take a deep breath and just sort of think about a couple of the things that you're grateful for, that this time is allowed for you, and then we can just get into all the nitty gritty of goal setting. So I just wanted to give that little pep talk because it's been tough and I know it's been tough, but I don't want you to forget about all of the good things. All right, so goal setting. I know, this is a topic that I feel like people either love or hate. Personally, I love it, but I also understand the pressure that can come with it, and so I first wanna take that off. This is a no judgment zone. It is okay if you only accomplished one of your goals or if you accomplished zero of your goals. It's fine. This episode is not about judging you. It's not about you judging yourself. It's simply about setting new goals for the end of the year. And if those align with the goals you set at the beginning of the year, great. If they've completely changed, as you'll see some of mine have, that is also totally fine. The only thing I want you to concentrate during this episode is on figuring out what it is you wanna be celebrating at the end of 2020 and how you're going to get there. That is all that matters right now is what it is you're working towards, what it is you wanna be clinking those glasses to, and that should be your main focus and only that. Like I said, I thought it would be fun to go behind the scenes of my own goals and my own goal setting in my business so that you can get a really good look at what this actually looks like because you know I love the sort of like raw behind the scenes details and I thought, why create this fictional story or fictional goals when I could just look back in my planner and practice what I preach here and show you what this looks like? So let me know what you think of that. Let me know, is that something you'd like to see more of is kind of that behind the scenes, like real life examples. Let me know if that's helpful. Now, if I think back to 2019, Angela, 
I think of a girl who is pulling out her planner and pulling out her notebook and all her colored pencils and joyfully drawing out all of her goals and writing down everything she wanted to accomplish and how she was going to accomplish it. And she was so excited about the year that lie ahead. And when I think of 2020 Angela, the one who is sitting in her closet recording this podcast, I know one thing is true and is always true over and over again, this is proven to me, which is that everything is different. I would not have expected to be here. And yet I find myself very happy with how it's unfolded. Now, I just want you to remember that as much as we plan and plan and plan, and I do very, very much believe in planning, I also believe in embracing the unknown and taking it as a learning opportunity. For me, I did not plan to start this podcast, and I did not plan to start it when I am, but what I'm doing now, the kind of podcast I created when I created it, I honestly have never been happier. I love being in my closet right now, talking to you, and hanging out. And that never would have happened if everything had gone according to my plan. So just kind of take that with a grain of salt. So I was thinking back to, again, 2019 Angela making all her plans. And I remember that I sat down, I took a whole day, and I literally mapped out everything I wanted to happen. Like, I had my goals, I knew when I wanted to accomplish them by, and I worked backwards to figure out when I needed to do them. So if I knew that I wanted to complete something in August, I might ask myself, okay, what do you have to do in May, June, and July to make that happen? And then I actually went in and I wrote the dates on the calendar. And I mean, they were on the calendar. They were supposed to happen. That is what it means when you put something on the calendar. But of course, everything changed. And embarrassingly, I have not touched that planner for months. I more or less abandoned it when it became clear that I had to change my plans. And I'm not proud of that, but it was just my reaction. Like, I felt like I had to figure out a new normal and a new way to serve and show up. And I couldn't do that while looking at my old plans. And I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but the best way I can describe it is just that I felt like I knew the path forward was different. I knew that things were going to change. And I knew that this was actually an opportunity instead of a loss for me to focus more on the things I wanted to focus on and to sort of accelerate that. And I knew that looking at that calendar and trying to piece it all together would only make me, I don't know, it's like it would keep me stuck in the past in this world that I knew no longer existed. And I had to just focus on the future. And so I had to take a break from that planner for a couple of months. I had to kind of figure it out as I went and mess up a little bit and try new things and experiment. And now getting to the place I am, I feel like I'm ready to return to that. I'm ready to get a concrete plan back in place. And I guess the reason I'm telling you this is to emphasize the point that sometimes we just have to be willing to step away from our pre-planned life a little bit and go into experimentation mode. Just try, 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 just try new things, see what works, see what you like, see what you're enjoying. And then when you have a really good idea of what it is you want to focus on, then you return to the planner and you put together a concrete plan to make it happen. But you absolutely have to know what it is you really want and what you're working towards in order to create a plan that's going to get you there. So as I'm sitting down and I'm looking at my planner, here's what I had written down that I wanted to accomplish in 2020. Number one, launch a podcast. Number two, launch a membership community. Number three, grow email list by a thousand people by the end of the year. 
And number four, my PR company is in the music industry. We work for musicians. And my fourth goal was that instead of just serving musicians, I wanted to open that up and start working with women in the music industry who wanted to launch their own business. So basically entrepreneurs in the music industry. And I wanted to launch a coaching business serving them. So you can see I had a lot going on, but part of the reason I had so many different things is that I was still in a little bit of experimentation mode. I still wasn't sure exactly where I wanted to focus all of my efforts, and so I was giving myself a little bit of time to explore each. You know, do I want to pursue the podcast? Do I want to pursue this membership community? Do I want to pursue this group coaching? I wasn't quite sure, and so I was spacing them out throughout the year so that I would have time to figure out which one really spoke to me. And it's kind of funny that this whole thing and the way that the pandemic completely derailed everything really opened my eyes to what I wanted to focus on, even without necessarily getting to all of these. There is a bit of clarity in it, and I can't help but feel like that is an important thing to notice as well. You know, when this pandemic hit and you had maybe a little bit of extra time or you started to think about things differently, as you do whenever we're responding to a crisis or trauma of any kind, you know, what were the things that you really thought about where you thought, I really want to pursue that, or I would really regret if I let another year slip by without doing that. Odds are something came to your mind right away, and that can be very revealing in terms of where you want to focus and where your attention ought to be. And I have to tell you, I actually forgot that I had some of these goals. When I was looking back at these goals for the first time the other day as I was preparing for this podcast, I was actually surprised by some of them. And this just goes to show how important a check-in is. Ideally, I would say do it every month where you're reviewing your goals, you're seeing how close you are to meeting them, you're adjusting where you need to, and so on. But that's just future advice for right now. We're going to just start where we are and start fresh, and then we'll just commit to regular check-ins from here on out, okay? So step one, I want you to first look at the goals that you either did reach or that you're currently working on, and just pat yourself on the back. Like, just congratulate yourself because that is a huge accomplishment even in normal times, and we are not in normal times, so the fact that you could accomplish that or that you are well on your way to accomplishing it is something to really, really be proud of. Maybe even put a little smiley face next to them because seriously, you should be proud of yourself. For me, this was starting a podcast and launching a membership site along with hitting my monthly email list goals. Now, in all honesty, that goal that I set for my email list, it's kind of accidental that I reached it. I have not done anything to work on that. I just have paid ads going to it, and I've been lucky that I've been able to hit that goal without putting in any extra work. I almost don't even want to count that as something I've accomplished because I know there's so much more I could do. But if we're patting ourselves on the back, I am going to pat myself on the back for that, as well as starting the podcast and getting the membership site up and running. Remember, if you haven't reached any of your goals yet, it's okay. This is not about judging yourself. It's about simply taking an objective look at things and starting fresh. Step two, I want you to go through your goals and circle the ones that you didn't quite get to, and then I want you to ask yourself why. Now again, go with the first thing that comes to mind, but there are a lot of reasons this may have happened. Your priorities might have changed. Maybe you just fell out of love with the idea. Maybe you didn't have time. Or maybe, like me, you forgot that you even had this goal in the first place. So for me, if I'm going to count the mailing list one as one I didn't quite get to, as much as I wanted, then I would say it's because I blatantly forgot. And the reason I forgot is because I didn't have any kind of accountability in place. 
I didn't have any kind of weekly plan to promote my email list. I didn't have any check-ins with myself where I could remember, oh yeah, this is something I'm supposed to be working towards. And so for me, it's very obvious that's why I didn't quite get where I wanted with that. And then for my other goal to launch this group coaching program, there are a couple reasons that didn't happen. The first is I was actually planning to start that in late March. I was planning to start putting feelers out there and then fully launch it in April and May. And when the pandemic hit, in my the industry I work in especially, which is the entertainment industry, was hit really, really hard. And so I just felt like there was no way I was going to get people interested when everybody was panicking and losing their jobs. It just was not the right time. And I'm not saying that's the case for you because I have still been launching things and I've had paid offers that have been successful since everything started with COVID-19. So I'm not saying don't sell right now. I'm just saying that for me, right when things were heating up is when I was planning to launch it and it didn't feel right to do it right then. But if I'm being honest, I was also falling out of love with the idea even before then. I honestly think that if I had still been super excited about it, I probably would have delayed it, but I still would have launched it probably a month or so later instead of what I'm doing now, which is I just don't even want to do it anymore. So just be really candid with yourself and ask yourself, is the reason you didn't get to this something legitimate? Is it something that you want to fix or is it something you're just not into anymore? And if you're just not into it anymore, that's okay. You're busy enough without adding on things that don't light you up or don't get you closer to doing the thing you love. So if it's not doing either of those things for you, get rid of it. You don't need to keep it around out of guilt and you don't need to keep it around just because you wanted it at one point. Don't force yourself to do something you hate to get a reward that you don't actually want anymore. Step three is to make a new plan. I'm gonna use my email list as an example for this one since, like I said, I just kind of lucked out into sort of reaching my goal, but I think I can do a lot better. So in this case, what I've done so far is just to run ads and I've been really fortunate that has helped me meet my goal, but I can do more. There's a lot more I can do. And so I'm going to take that goal, I'm gonna redefine it, and then I'm going to think about, okay, what is possible? Then I can create a strategy and really start to plan it out. So I can ask myself, Can I double down on my ad spend? Or could I try out new ads to see if that gets more leads? I could schedule out a post on Planoly every single week where I mention that freebie. I could brainstorm a new freebie if I need to. You know, if it feels like that one's not performing well or if it feels like my message has changed or my audience has just had enough of that one, I can brainstorm a new one and put that out into the world. I could do more guest appearances, so showing up on other people's podcasts, doing more guest blogs, doing more Instagram lives, doing more um, Instagram lives with guests. Anything that really gets me out there, I can start to brainstorm those ideas and figure out, okay, if I do this, how many subscribers do I think I could get? And then I can create a plan for when I'm going to do that. You know, am I going to put out a post every Thursday? Am I going to analyze how my ads are doing twice a month? It's just a matter of getting a plan together for how you can try things and when you can check in to see if they're working and then sticking to that plan and adjusting as needed. Step four is to get it on the calendar. Okay, we made this mistake once, so let's not make it again. You need to get those things on the calendar and get those dates set. Remember, leave yourself a little bit of wiggle room. 
If you think that you're going to need a full month to do something, maybe give yourself a month and a half because odds are something's going to pop up, there's gonna be something you haven't thought of or some life circumstance that pops up. So first, leave yourself wiggle room because you wanna have a little bit of extra time in case you get thrown a curveball. Trust me, you will be thankful you did this. Second, remember to actually write it out. Like if you know that every Thursday you wanna post your freebie, or you know, once a month you wanna schedule all your Instagram posts in Planoly, I want you to put that in the calendar. I want you to have that reminder set that it's time to do that thing, and when that alarm goes off, you stop what you're doing and you do it. And then don't stop there. I recommend a couple things to help make this whole process easier. The first is a pen and paper. I know this isn't for everyone. If you prefer going digital, that is totally fine. Do what works for you. But I find for me that just having a simple planner that I can actually touch and write in has made a huge difference. I actually love doing it. I love the feeling of writing my goals in. I love the feeling of checking them off. And I love the feeling of just mapping it all out in a very visual way for me and flipping through the pages. It's just so much fun. I know that sounds so nerdy, but it's so true. This doesn't have to be expensive. I got a really cheap one at Staples. It's called At A Glance. I don't know, that might be their brand. I have no idea. It's just a simple one. It's broken up by month and week, so you can go in, you can write all your dates on the monthly calendar, and then each week you can write in your weekly goals. I really like interactive calendars that make you think. And so this one has a section where you can write the top three things that you want to get done that week, and then you can also celebrate your wins at the end of the week. And I like that because I like the opportunity to brainstorm and I like that it's not just a straight up calendar. It gives you a little bit of room to think towards the future, to celebrate what you're doing, to track your habits, things like that. Also, remember to check in at least once a month. I would say set the same day, like on the 30th of every month or the last Friday of every month, you're going through, you're figuring out what goals you hit, what goals you didn't hit, and then readjusting for the following months after. Okay, so to recap and tie all of our goal setting goals <laughs> into a beautiful, easily condensed bow, I'm going to recap the four steps for you. Step one, you're gonna celebrate your wins. Step two, you're gonna circle what you didn't do and you're gonna ask yourself why and be really honest here. Step three, make a new plan that fits where you're at now. And step four, get it on the calendar and create a plan to keep yourself accountable. I know this has been a crazy year. I know it does not look like any of us expected, but I really hope you'll be able to embrace some of the good that's come out of this and some of the lessons that have come out of this and that you'll use this as an opportunity to get where you want to be. And it's okay if that takes you a little bit of time. It's okay if we have to hit the reset button now. That is all fine. Now, no doubt this has been a challenging year. This has dealt us a lot of unexpected blows and... It's been a little bit exhausting sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, but what I want more than anything for you is for you to reach those goals by the end of the year, for you to be celebrating with your best friends, clinking your glass of champagne and saying, I did it, and being incredibly proud of yourself. You are very capable of that. We are only halfway through the year. There is still so much time left, and I promise you that time is going to go by whether you start your goals now or you put them off for another month. And I know you want this, so I want you to go after it. I want you to get rid of all the shame you're feeling, get rid of all the doubt you're feeling, and just get clear on your goals like we talked about in this episode and start progress towards your dreams today. 
Alright, I hope you liked this episode. If you did, I would love to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM on Instagram, at Angela underscore Mastro. And I'd be so grateful if you shared this episode with a friend of yours who you know could use a little bit of help with their goal planning. It would mean a lot. And if you have a friend that could use a little bit of help with their goal planning, maybe somebody you want to be clinking glasses with and celebrating come New Year's Eve, I would be so, so grateful. And I can't wait to hear your stories, hear your goals. Please do share them with me. And I will see you next week. Bye for now.